Nice launch checkdown countdown net. Pad is clear. 10, 9, 8. Launch auto sequence seven, has started. 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Go for launch. Dragon, separation confirmed. Stage one is transonic. Landing lakes have deployed. And Falcon 9 has landed. You are looking at a live view of Falcon 9 set to lift off at 9.56 a.m. Eastern Time from Space Launch Complex 40 at Cape Canaveral Space Force Station in Florida. Happy New Year, everyone, and thank you for tuning in. I'm Shiva, and I'm a space operations engineer here at SpaceX, and I'm joining you from our headquarters in Hawthorne, California. Today, we are launching SpaceX's Transporter 6 mission, and as the name suggests, it's our sixth dedicated small-sat rideshare program launch. This mission will mark our first launch of 2023 and our 200th mission of all time. Now, on this flight are 114 spacecraft, including CubeSats, PicoSats, Microsats, and Engine orbital transfer started. vehicles carrying spacecraft to be deployed at a later time. We'll have a total of 82 deployment events, which will begin around the T plus 58 minute mark, and they'll last for approximately 30 minutes. Now, we are expecting to lose ground station coverage partway through the deployment sequence, so only some of the deployments will be visible today. However, when we're back in range of those ground stations, we do expect to have telemetry and hear audio confirmation over the nets. Now, if you'd like to see a full list of today's payload deployments, head over to SpaceX.com. With liftoff just about 6 minutes and 20 seconds away from now, let's take a moment to learn more about the Falcon 9 that's on your screen. Now, to give you a sense of scale, this Falcon 9 rocket is standing about 3 meters short of the height of the Taj Mahal in India. It was named after the Millennium Falcon from Star Wars, and it gets that 9 number from the number of Merlin 1D engines that are at the base of the rocket. Stage 1 fuel load is complete. What you see on your screen are the four key parts that make up the rocket. We've got the first and second stages, the black inner stage in between them, and then at the very top, the payload fairing. The first stage is the bottom two-thirds of the vehicle. We refer to it as the booster, and it's got those nine Merlin engines that do most of the work to get it off the ground and into the thinner parts of the Earth's atmosphere. About two and a half minutes into the flight, the first stage will separate and make its way back to Earth for a land landing at landing zone one, which is on your screen. If you're keeping track, today's mission marks the 15th flight for this particular booster. Now, on top of the first stage, we've got that black carbon fiber interstage. It connects the two stages, houses the pneumatic pushers that allow the first and second stage to separate during flight, and also houses the Merlin vacuum engine during ascent. On top of the interstage, we've got the second stage, which is what's carrying the 114 spacecraft and will take them to their eventual destination in orbit. Shortly after launch, be sure Falcon to watch the for pressurizing for strong back retract. Be sure to watch the velocity gauges that'll show up on your screen. You'll see how fast the first stage and second stages are going at separation, and you'll notice that the second stage continues to increase in velocity as we get to orbit. Now, the spacecraft are enclosed in the very top of the rocket in that large nose cone structure. 
which is called a fairing. Its job is to uh, protect the satellites from the aerodynamic loads until we are out of the Earth's atmosphere, at which point the fairing will separate and expose them to the vacuum of space. You heard some callouts on the net there that we've begun pressurizing the tanks and begun pulling away the strongback. The strongback refers to that truss structure to the left of the vehicle. And we are just about T minus four minutes to go until launch. Currently healthy on the vehicle and the payloads. Propellant loading is uh, almost fully complete on the first and second stages. We've completely loaded fuel uh, on both the first and second stages and are finishing up liquid oxygen loading on both stages. We'll hear a call out around the T minus three minute mark for locks load complete on the first stage and a similar call out on the second stage around the T minus two minute mark. Looks like an absolutely beautiful day in Florida. Based on the weather report, we're only tracking a 10% probability of violation. So that means that we are a 90% chance of go weather. But for whatever reason, if we were not to launch today, we do have another opportunity tomorrow at the same time. Stage one locks load complete. So with that call out, liquid oxygen loading is complete on the first stage. We'll hear a similar call out on the second stage. Now our goal with these missions is to provide small satellite operators competitive pricing, increased flight opportunities, and flexibility. We're flying some really cool payloads on this mission, including spacecraft design to help monitor weather and environmental changes, as well as greenhouse gas emissions, spacecraft that improve communications for the Internet of Things, and those that also help measure and investigate galactic cosmic rays and solar rays. It's incredible how even the smallest satellites can make a meaningful contribution to the care of planet Earth and our efforts, efforts to visit other worlds. We are looking forward to providing a great ride to the 114 payloads on board today, just about two minutes from now. Next major milestone will be a call out for second stage locks load complete. Once we hear that, we will be fully loaded on propellant for the launch attempt in about two minutes. Stage two locks load is complete. So with that, we are fully loaded with about a million pounds of propellant on the vehicle. You'll see some uh, clouds coming out from the vehicle. There they go. These clouds are coming from the transporter erector lines. Now the transporter erector provides the propellants uh, to the vehicle. We're just clearing out the lines and the cold. The cold oxygen that is in those lines ends up coming into contact with the moist Florida air and produces literal clouds around the vehicle. Coming up, next major milestone will be Falcon 9's transition into startup. That means that the flight computers on board the first and second stage will have taken over the launch countdown and they'll continue to have control of the vehicle through the rest of the mission. next major milestone will be the launch director giving their final go for launch. Go for launch. And with that call, all systems go for launch. Let's watch as this Falcon 9 takes the Transporter 6 mission to orbit. 
T-minus 30 seconds. T-minus 15. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, one, and lift off. The girls pitching down range. Stage one chamber pressure is not open. Just about 40 seconds into flight, Falcon 9 clearing the tower at Space Launch Complex 40 and making its way to orbit. We are currently throttling down the 1D engines on the first stage in preparation for the point of max Q. That's a point of maximum aerodynamic pressure. Falcon 9 is supersonic. Maximum aerodynamic pressure is the point when the highest stresses are experienced by the vehicle during the ascent. And with that, we are through the highest stresses on the vehicle. Coming up, we've got several events back to back. The first of those is main engine cutoff, or MECO. There will shut down the nine Merlin 1D engines in preparation for stage separation. Stage separation is where the pneumatic pushers will separate the first and second stages. And then we'll have second engine start number one. We just heard a call out for MVAC chillin', so we've begun chilling in the turbo pumps in preparation to start the Merlin vacuum engine on the second stage. While the second stage engine is burning, the first stage will be performing a flip maneuver, and then it will do a boost back burn. That boost back burn will ignite three of the Merlin 1D engines uh, to make the first stage's way back towards land, since we are attempting a land landing today with this first stage. So again, those events back to back, Miko, stage separation, first stage flip, second engine start number one, and then the boost back burn. Stage one shutdown. Stage separation confirmed. Invac ignition. Stage one, boost back startup. So there is those five events. Awesome shots from the ground. You can see the first stage boosting away. That was on the left part of your screen and the second stage continuing to burn. Now this burn on the first stage will last about uh, 47 seconds. And the second stage is going to continue burning for a while. It will complete its burn until T plus eight minutes and uh, 20 or so second mark. Shortly after the boost back burn ends, the next major milestone will be fairing separation. You'll see that on the right hand side of your screen. Stage one boost back shutdown. So there is successful shutdown 
of the boost back burn. You're seeing some pulses there from the ground from our attitude control system. We use nitrogen gas as our attitude control medium, and it helps us keep pointed in the correct direction. Here you can see the bursts firing on the first stage on the left-hand side of your screen as we are also deploying our fairing separation confirmed. On the right-hand side of your screen, you just saw fairing separation. We may get a view of those fairing halves. In fact, you can see it on the right-hand side of your screen, just behind the Merlin vacuum. Heading back to planet Earth, we will be attempting to recover both of these fairing halves once they land back in the water on a recovery vessel named Bob. Now, if you're just joining us, welcome. We're about four and a half minutes into today's mission. We're in the first of two Merlin vacuum burns. First burn will last until about the T plus eight minute and 20 second mark. Next major milestone will be the first stage's entry burn. First stage is on the left-hand side of your screen. And we're now looking at a view uh, down the body of the first stage, past two of the grid fins back at planet Earth. Now we execute the entry burn in order to slow down the first stage before hitting the densest parts of the Earth's atmosphere. Vehicles are on a nominal trajectory. Without that burn, we'd be only using the atmosphere to slow down the Falcon 9, and that puts a lot of extra stresses on the rocket. So we ignite three of those Merlin 1D engines to slow down as we hit the thickest parts of the Earth's atmosphere. We had an on-time liftoff, 9.56 a.m. Eastern Time, from Cape Canaveral Space Force Station. And we're carrying the Transporter 6 mission on the second stage right now. It's SpaceX's sixth dedicated SmallSat rideshare program and our first mission of 2023. We're targeting at least three dedicated rideshare flights to sun-synchronous orbit per year. And we also offer opportunities to ride to orbit on our Starlink missions, which launch about once a week. Now, these SmallSats can ride to space on our Falcon 9, Falcon Heavy, and the Starship vehicle in the not-too-distant future. You can see that the grid fins have deployed on the first stage. We've got four of these hypersonic grid fins near the top of the stage. And uh, once we get into the thicker parts of the atmosphere, it's only the grid fins that do the steering. To make our way back to landing zone one, you can actually see the space coast of Florida there on the left-hand side of the screen. Next major event coming up in about 15 seconds. Set, uh, that's the first stage's entry burn, but will ignite three of the Merlin 1D engines. Stage two, FTS has saved. Now keep an eye on the speed of the first stage in the lower left corner of your screen. You'll see that- Stage one, entry burn startup. Drop off dramatically as the entry burn is slowing us down. Pretty quick burn. This one will last about 20 or so seconds. Old trajectory. Stage one entry burn shut down. And there is successful shutdown of those Merlin engines. 
Now, as we are slowing down, re-entering the Earth's atmosphere, if you're uh, in the Florida area, you may hear some sonic booms. Stage one FTS has saved. We are attempting to recover this booster for the 15th time today, targeting this land landing at landing zone one. We've got just one more burn, which is the landing burn on the first stage. We'll ignite just a single center Merlin engine. That'll happen uh, just before touchdown. Stage one transonic. On the right-hand side of your screen, we've got a ground view of stage one. You can see the center engine stage has one ignited. Landing burn. We'll expect to see the four Stage landing legs deployed for a soft touchdown at landing zone one. Now during this, we'll also hear a call out of second engine cutoff on the second stage. Stage one landing leg deploy. Seco. Stage one landing confirmed. So landing is complete. We also heard a call out there for Seco. Nominal park in orbit. Seco is second engine cutoff number one. We just heard a call out as well for nominal parking orbit. And with that, we have landed the Falcon 9. It's our 161st landing of an orbital class rocket. This booster is 15th. Now coming up, our next major event will be in about 45 minutes. That is for second engine start number two. And that'll be followed shortly by payload deploy of the first 35, excuse me, the first 35 payload deployment events. So we're gonna leave you with views from space and we'll see you back shortly for second engine start number two.